An ostrich will sometimes bury its entire body in the sand in order to look like the head of a much larger ostrich. Oh, wait a minute, it's going into you. It seems it's, it looks like it's going into your head. I think it, I think it's going into your head. Oh, it's, it's definitely going into your head. Join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's Into Your Head, number 581 for Monday. We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics. Oh, topics. You've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. You've got topics coming out of... Topics coming out of my feet. Uh, is that is that normal? I don't know. Is it normal to have topics coming... I suppose there's worse things that could come out of your feet. Uh, like, for example, blood or urine or sweat. Uh, you wouldn't want... To. It's pretty much... There's very few things you'd want to come out of your feet, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, feet is not a... a feet... A Feet are not an exit from the body. Uh, you may well use the feet, the feet to exit from uh, bodies, but uh, there's a reason why the word defeat is spelt differently from the feet. Uh, D-E-F-E-A-T. That's uh, a completely different kettle of fish than the feet, and you should never get them confused. Uh, if you're defeated, uh, you still need your feet to get out of the situation. Uh, yes, they say you can get out of any situation with a good Oh, a good, uh, a good bit of knowledge of the English language, a clever phrase or two, a uh, quick wish, uh, a bit of a joke or whatever. But oh, you need your feet either way, no matter how how accomplished you are in the art of debate. You need your feet uh, or else you need a wheelchair. Uh, either will do, I suppose. Uh, no pro uh, these are the days uh, this is the era when we were allowed to replace bits of your body with uh, hideous mechanical apparatus there's even people going around with fake feet now oh they get a fake foot and they basically screw it on they make a little hole in the in the leg and they screw the foot into that and then off they go about their business as a normal member of society behaving just like everyone else uh, and they don't even have to wear a uh, oh they don't even have to wear a sign on their forehead had uh, warning us that they're different uh, no no because this is considered a whole different kettle of fish to leprosy in the old days back in the old days when they were uh, still filming the bible uh, if you had a oh if you had your feet falling off due to leprosy oh you were considered a you were considered a leper oh there's the postal van hold on a minute ah hello uh, sorry about that uh, interruption which went on for several minutes uh, unless of course you're listening to the podcast Cast rather than the live broadcast here uh, here at Into Your Head Studios. Uh, hello to everyone who's watching on the live video feed, incidentally. I uh, hope you're well. Uh, sorry about my hair. I haven't combed it today. Uh, I never comb my hair. Why would I? I'm sitting there. Oh, oh. oh. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know if you heard that, but uh, I did. Uh, bollocks. Anyway, uh, hold on a minute. I'm all confused now. I'm almost ready to admit defeat, uh, except I'm not, because uh, just as I was down answering the door to the postal parcel delivery, the postal parcel delivery person, uh, the afternoon post with the parcels, uh, I thought of an excellent title for this program. I'm going to call it... Uh, 
Admitting Defeat, uh, but spelled T-H-E-F-E-A-T, and then I came up and wrote it down, and then I realised it needs to be uh, T-H-E-F-E-E-T, uh, although, could it be Defeat, Admitting Defeat, because Defeat, uh, Defeat is an achievement, F-E-A-T, isn't that right, and F-E-E-T is your feet, as in the things on the end of your legs, uh, so you could say Admitting the F-E-A-T, and you could say I'm admitting an achievement, uh, but an achievement isn't something that you admit, it's something you boast about, uh, so maybe you should call it boasting a feat, uh, a feat of, oh, a feat of uh, creation, a feat of uh, cleverness in coming up with that title, except if I change it, then I won't have come up with that title, so it'll make no sense, uh, so no, we leave it at admitting the feat, F-E-E-T, uh, 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 don't, uh, don't throw the baby out with the bath, bath water, as they say, uh, throw it out separately, you have to recycle these days, you can't be putting all your rubbish into one can, uh, or one wheelie bin, uh, no, no, I was sorting rubbish this morning, I was putting, uh, oh, paper rubbish and plastic rubbish into the recycling bin, and everything else into the main bin, uh, then I put my urine down the toilet, they won't collect your urine, the bin people, you have to put it down the toilet, you have to have it especially piped away, uh, oh, they won't handle that, they'll handle dead cats and hamsters and uh, shit that you put in black uh, bags in your bin, but they won't handle your urine, no matter how well you seal it, uh, I suppose that's reasonable since there's a Oh, there's a plumbing system that's been there for a couple of centuries now, I suppose. Although the one here is quite new. It was only built when these houses were built five years ago. Uh, but still, uh, nonetheless, no. Nonetheless, no. Uh, nonetheless, no. Less snow. Uh, snow. Uh, nonetheless, sn there's been less snow this year. There's been very little snow. The last couple of years, uh, we had big snow winds uh, where I live. But no, I don't think there's been any uh, major snowstorm this year. Uh, listeners to a previous episode earlier this week will have heard hailstones. Uh, I listened back after putting the house and confirmed that I was able to hear the hailstones on the recording. Uh, so my discussing of the hailstones uh, will have made sense to listeners then. So that's something. That's something to... Uh, right home about, uh, right home about, uh, writing home about, uh, writing, 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 writing home, that's bollocks, uh, where are you going with this, uh, it's two o'clock in the afternoon, it's far too late to be doing this, I had my chance earlier when I drank my coffee and my energy drink and I blew it, I got no recording done and instead I went off and did some other stuff. Can't even remember what I did now. Oh yes, I cooked the shepherd's pie. And then I uh, went down the town. I went out to the post office and I said, Hello, can I have two passport application forms, please? And the woman said, No, we're out of them. Come back Friday, the bitch. Uh, so I'm going to go back Friday. Uh, this being a shitty little uh, shithole of a town, they'll probably say, No, they haven't come yet. Come back Wednesday. And I'll come back Wednesday and they'll say, no, uh, you're too late, they're all gone, uh, come back last week, uh, but at a different time to the time that you came last week, uh, so go to a different, I suppose go to uh, an alternative last week, uh, can you do that yet, I don't know, I'm not even sure whether you 
can time travel. I'm just a post office clerk. Not that there's anything wrong with being a post office clerk, uh, but I do have my limitations, uh, hence my failure to uh, move out of this job. Not that I want to, I'm perfectly happy here, although obviously I'm not. Uh, You've seen me a couple of weeks ago uh, in a nearby two euro discount store, uh, or as out. Uh, carting children around with me and buying crop in the two euro store and now here I am behind the counter dealing with your inquiry about a passport. Who is it for anyway? Uh, what do you want the passport form for? Uh, well it's none of your business but it's for someone. Uh, it's for none of your business and it's just occurred to me now uh, after all that uh, that you probably wouldn't have the forms I need anyway because it's for someone who lives abroad and you probably only have the ones for people who live here because uh, you like to discriminate against people who don't live within your uh, postal office. This is this making any sense to anyone? No, of course it doesn't, because it's bureaucracy. That's what it is bureaucracy, freedom of choice, and Wrangler jeans. Uh, when you when you put it as a story like that, it sounds a lot less, imp less impressive. I can tell you, doesn't it? Two cats walk into a bar. One of the cats uh, straight away goes up to the bar and says, Hello, uh, how the hell are you, bar? Are you well? And the bar says, uh, Oh, the bar says, I am, but I'm also a figment of your imagination. So ironically, I'm also, uh, oh, I'm also evidence that you're not well. Uh, if I were you, I'd go, in fact, I am you in a way. Uh, but if I were you, uh, nonetheless, I'd go and uh, have a few words with a, uh, with a psychiatric doctor of some kind uh, you'll find them very helpful they'll lead with you in confidence and they'll help you out for any issues that may be causing you to hallucinate that you're having a conversation with a bar and the cat says but i'm not hallucinating i am actually talking here uh the only fictional part of this is your response uh which means what you just said uh, i can ignore because it was fictional uh, so i have no psychiatric issues at all uh but thanks for your concern i do appreciate it uh, any sign of the barman uh, incidentally and the bar says uh, the bar says uh, yes the barman you'll find him if you look beyond me uh, I know it's hard for you to concentrate on things behind something that's moving uh, but I'm not moving uh, so she should be able to not be distracted by me uh, just look beyond me there and you'll see him so the cat looks beyond the bar uh, and then he thinks oh look there's a barman hello barman hello cat uh how the hell are you uh meow 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 and the cat says there's no need to patronize me i understand english uh, and just saying the word meow over and over again is not communication uh cat language or no cat language uh and the barman says i don't appreciate that i spent two years studying cat language and i think you'll find if you bother to listen to what you were saying instead of uh instantly dismissing it you'll find i was actually uh, speaking proper cat language uh, so the cat rewinds it in his brain and re listens to what the barman said and he realizes oh uh, i've made a mistake so he apologizes to the barman and says thank you very much for inquiring after my friend he's just over in the lounge there uh, except he says it in uh, human language uh, he doesn't say it in cat language because he wants to uh, he wants to uh, he does it as a diplomatic thing and 
the barman says, thank you for talking in my language. Uh, it's pretty much the main legal language of the land, so you have to, uh, but I do appreciate the effort. Uh, and anyway, then the transaction occurs involving alcohol and money, and the cat goes and sits down with the other cat, and they have a conversation. Uh, what language do you have a hint? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. That would seem like a useful thing to know. It would help complete the story, but no, I don't know. Uh, just because I'm the narrator, that doesn't mean I know everything about everything. Uh, no, no, uh, all this stuff is written uh, without my input, uh, which is a lie, I suppose. But who am I to judge? Uh, who am I to judge? I'm not Judge Judy. And even if I was, that wouldn't give me the right to do anything. Uh, I'm not uh, your man who did the People's Court in the 1980s or the other fella, Judge Judy's husband, who did the People's Court for a couple of years after him or whoever did the People's Court after. Uh, the People's Court was a programme that was on. I don't know if it still is, but it's a bit like Judge except it was on in the early 80s. I remember it being on as a four-year-old and my mother watching it. And now she's come full circle and she watches Judge Judy. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Is there no end to the amount of original uh, court pro fictional court programming that these broadcasters can come up with? Absolutely fantastic. Uh, so what was when Judge Judy require, uh, retires till after find the third spouse from that relationship to carry on the, uh, the mantle uh, I wonder will they be able to do that I don't know I don't know uh, what will happen when uh, what will happen when Jay Leno and David Letterman and Conan O'Brien all drop dead from boredom uh, will someone replace them I don't know I don't know uh, I've no control over the broadcast community all I know is uh, what do I know what do I know I know that this isn't going anywhere. I know that for a start. Uh, I know that a car just left from a nearby house and was driven down the road, uh, hence distracting me. Uh, what else do I know? I know that we're still recording because the recording thing is flashing. Uh, flashing, 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 flashing. Uh, it's with the big red thing saying recording dot, dot, dot. And it's flashing. I've been recording this segment for over five minutes now. Uh, 5.07, 5.08, 5.08. Absolutely fucking fantastic. I might come back to this tomorrow. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Connie's mole chopped her into your head. Offers, that's what they call them. You can find them at intoyourhead.com slash offers, uh, or to put it another way, if you would like to support this fine podcast without it costing you a single cent, uh, just remember to go to intoyourhead.com slash offers every time you're about to shop at Amazon, because uh, if you click through my Amazon links, Into Your Head makes a generous commission, uh, but it doesn't cost you anything extra. You just have to remember to go to intoyourhead.com slash offers click through my Amazon links then just go there and buy wherever you were going to buy and there's lots of other affiliate links too uh, like pet food uh, prescription glasses deliver straight to your house uh, lots of other stuff just go to intoyourhead.com slash offers Monkey Nuts 
that's what they call them. They call them big steaming galloping piles of monkey nuts. Uh, except when they're not. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're not big steaming galloping piles of monkey nuts. Although people will still call them that nonetheless. Just for a bit of drama and to add a bit of colour to their podcast. Excuse me for adding a bit of colour and narrative and description to my podcast. Uh, a bit of a poetic licence. Uh, big steaming piles of monkey nuts are not necessarily always physically big steaming piles of monkey nuts they're just sitting there doing nothing uh, in fact uh, nowadays with the advent of the, the foil sealed bag uh, they're less a lot far less likely to be steaming at all they're just sitting there uh, so hermetically sealed in this bag which admittedly keeps them nice and fresh and tasty uh, but still it's unnatural monkey nuts shouldn't be in a foil bag there's no need for I went down to pharmacy this morning. I got some. Uh, I got some par- uh, paracetamol tablets. Uh, they were sealed in plastic. Uh, oh, plastic pop-out uh, pill holders, uh, which in turn was sealed in a cardboard box. And the pharmacist insisted, without even asking, on putting it uh, further sealed in a in a frigging paper bag and putting tape on it to seal it closed. Uh, I go out the door and straight away rip the bag off and rip the box off and rip out the frigging instruction leaflet that has stuff that's already printed on the box and I throw it all away and just put the tablet uh, tray in my pocket that's why uh, that shows her I can tell you although she probably doesn't see me at all and that's not her bin it's the public bin I'm probably breaking some law by putting frigging domestic waste in a in a frigging public bin uh, well, a frigging a frigging 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 uh, her shop pays rates for that so it probably comes from her out of her money eventually uh, maybe she'll learn a lesson uh, when eventually the county council start coming around to her saying uh, why is the bin outside your shop full of frigging uh, boxes and bags and bits of tape and instruction leaflets that are printed so small that uh, not even a flea could read them uh, can a flea, could a flea in theory if a flea was able to read and who's to say it's not incidentally but if a flea was able to read uh, would, it, would it find it easier to read small print than we do or would it find it easier to read a uh, big print there's a question for you uh, could it be a uh, big print is too big for a flea to read because it just doesn't see it uh, maybe there's big print up in the sky at the moment and we just can't see it because it's uh, too big for us has that occurred to you of course it hasn't it will now though every time you look up at the sky from now on uh, you're going to see big joint letters such as for example bollocks arse uh, science the science is in the science is out uh something 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 all that sort of thing anyway hello now uh, i know what you're thinking there you're thinking well, of course a flea can read uh fleas are capable of all sorts of fantastic uh feats of nature of an of non-nature uh stuff that you wouldn't think they'd be able to do but they are uh for example well that's why they have flea circuses that is uh, you've heard of flea circuses surely that's what you're thinking and i'm thinking yes i have because i'm hearing about them now in your thoughts that i'm reading uh, except i can't read minds that's the problem you have to say this stuff out loud to me i'm not frigging psychic uh, i don't really know what you're thinking 
this is fictional. Uh, so if you have something that you're thinking and you're wondering why I can't hear, it's because you're not communicating it to me. Uh, if you have something to say, email studio at intoyourhead.com, follow at intoyourheadpod on Twitter, uh, like uh, facebook.com slash intoyourheadpodcast, uh, whatever else, befriend uh, facebook.com slash intoyourhead, uh, I'll do all that stuff, it's all on the website intoyourhead.com, uh, but no, uh, you have a, they do have a point there, uh, fictionally, about the fleas, uh, fleas are capable of anything, does anything a flea can't achieve, uh, people, locusts get all the credit, you know, because they're able to survive a nuclear war, uh, but we, we survived plenty of nuclear wars here, there was a nuclear explosion in Japan or somewhere last year, and we're all still here, uh, we're all still here, we haven't been pulled in by some joint magnet into Japan and imploded or something, uh, so what, that proves a lot, locusts, uh, go and have a word with the locusts and around here and I'll tell you they won't even be aware that there was a nuclear incident, that's how useless they are at surviving them, uh, you can't survive something if you don't know about it, you pick up your uh, so-called survivor locust that's uh, wandering around here, uh, and see, I'll do a test on them, see, ask them, A, are you aware of your nuclear surroundings? Uh, B, oh, there's somebody, somebody was just at the door. Uh, I've only just noticed, uh, heard some knocking, I thought it was Bowsy the cat trying to get into the studio, uh, but I see that an old woman was standing at the pillar looking in at whoever was knocking at the door on her behalf. I assume they're selling something, or looking for money, uh, or, uh, I don't know, uh, trying, to, uh, trying to have a word with me about fleas uh, have you are you a listener uh, old lady who's time traveled back to this recording session to try and get get a word in about fleas uh, well i've just told you how you can correspond with me electronically you don't have to come banging on my frigging house door uh, give me a fucking break jesus christ uh, anyway suffice to say uh, on with the show how to play the banjo by me Although I, your lecturer, have never played a banjo and have never handled one or read any books on how to play the banjo, I firmly believe that a good teacher can teach anything, regardless of knowledge and experience. Also, I now have garage band for iPadlet. Playing the banjo can be a rewarding and fruitful hobby in the right hands. In the wrong hands it can have consequences that lead to the forced evacuation of your town and city and can result in harsh economic sanctions being placed on your country by the international community. First, some background. In 1976, Christopher Columbus, the grandson of the explorer of the same name, was travelling by car to a second-hand record market in Holland, where he hoped to pick up a bootleg copy of the yet-to-be-released unnamed fourth Led Zeppelin album, the one that some idiots mistakenly refer to as Led Zeppelin 4. Anyway, on his way, he took a brief diversion and inadvertently discovered America. Now, America had of course been discovered several hundred years before that, but everyone in Europe had so her forgotten that it existed. So it came as a complete surprise to everybody to find that there was another country at the other side of the big blue water-filled hole where they keep their inflatable mattresses. Suddenly, everything made sense. 
he now knew where all those mysterious unidentified flying aeroplanes were coming from and why the aliens who travelled in them always spent a couple of weeks harmlessly exploring museums and local McDonald's stores before disappearing without even bothering to kidnap anybody. Anyway, this guy, Columbus J.N.R. J.N.R. was an abbreviation of Jennifer, a name of which he was not proud, because there was a much loathed serial killer at the time by the name of Jennifer, came back from America with a new musical instrument and a couple of board games. At first, people were sceptical. However, in 2012, this article was revised using a different spell checker, and after seven years wasting away on the author's hard drive, they became sceptical with a C instead of a K. That's pretty much just a violin that's not made out of cat whiskers, isn't it? They would say. They always said it in those exact words, because the well-organised anti-banjo movement used to walk a hundred feet ahead of Columbus wherever he went, handing out cue cards to the locals with that sentence written on it. The anti-banjo movement is now a political party, but in the interest of impartiality, this podcast will not tell you which one. Anyway... Somehow the proponents of banjoism managed to overcome these hurdles and nowadays it is rare to walk down a street and not see a person carrying a banjo. Well that's the history bit, now let's get down to learning how to play your banjo. First, make sure you have oiled your musical instrument and always hold the saddle before attempting to play it. Now, assuming you're right handed, hold the handlebars in your left hand, put your right foot on the left paddle and gently push yourself down the hill. When you have a momentum going, throw your right leg over the saddle and start pedaling, remembering to watch out for traffic coming behind. Now you're well on your way to playing the banjo. Well done. thinking there uh, you're thinking uh, that seems a little uh, pre-prepared it was indeed it was indeed that's from one, one of my old writings from one of my old websites uh, although can a website never ever be old uh, I don't think so it's all just ones and zeros uh, no more than a digital TV uh, signal can deplete uh, no no it either disappears uh, or it's there forever uh, just like uh, uh, just like the modern man the modern man doesn't die either uh, well he does die but he doesn't fade away he either lives till he's 93 or he drops dead at age 32 of a cocaine induced heart attack and then his family live off the oh they live off the proceeds of his uh dvd sales of his season of saturday night live or wherever he was on if he was lucky enough lucky enough to but of course not everyone who dies gets on to television you know although 
it may appear like that uh, when you look in the media oh everyone who dies seems to have been on television at some point except fortunately by some lucky coincidence they don't happen to be on television when they die uh, except of course that fella uh, oh that UK comedian Tom Tommy Cooper he died on stage although not necessarily on television but stage was the television of its day uh, back in the old days before they had television cameras everywhere uh, they had people uh, people with real eyes looking at people on a real stage in front of them and they'd sit in the audience in a theater uh, looking at a fellow up on stage that's what happened with tommy cooper he came out and collapsed and everyone thought it was a joke until the next day when they read the news and they said that fellow who show you're at the end of that roughly he's dead now and you just sat there laughing like a pile of uh, oh like a pile of people at a theater these people they go into these theaters and they sit down and they expect to be entertained i'll be doing that in a couple of weeks i'm going to see jack d in a couple of weeks in kilkenny i can tell you you can be damn sure to christ as hell as hell as christ that i expect to be entertained at that uh, he is after all a comedian uh, if you go to a comedian show and you're not entertained, uh, then you're damn well entitled to... Uh, oh, you're not entitled to anything, I suppose. Or are you? I don't know. I'm not well up on the laws uh, regarding this. Uh, why would I be? It's not like I run comedy shows. Unless you count this uh, this thing that I'm running, these 581 comedy shows that I've made. Uh, but no, of course, they don't count. Uh, in order to be counted as a comedian, you have to get up on a freaking uh, thing with boards and stand in front of a microphone looking into a black hole where you're told uh, that there's 300 people sitting but for all you know there could be nobody there except canned laughter how does a comedian know that there's anybody there uh, if you get up on that stage the way the lighting is you're not going to see anybody except the people at the extreme front and they could just be actors uh, they might not be real people at all they might be real people pretending to be other real people which makes them false people by the laws of maths because uh, two minuses cancel each other out and make a plus although now that you mention the two pluses can't don't cancel themselves out and they just make another plus uh, what happens if you get a minus and a plus i think is that you add the two together uh, and get the net number if you have a minus three and a plus four uh, that makes a plus one for example but if you have a minus four and a plus three then you have a minus one uh, so the uh, the uh, the quantity involved in the actual numbers themselves becomes important in that although what's this has got to do with comedy i don't know there's another comedian uh, Dara O'Brien who's doing a series about maths on the TV at the moment it's absolutely fucking ridiculous uh, maths and comedy do not uh, go hand in hand together uh, no more than uh, botany and uh, botany and uh, the priesthood uh, I know a couple of priests I certainly don't see them although now that you mention it they're always uh, arranging flowers in their churches and candles uh, what's the difference between a flower and a candle uh, in the theological world I wonder because sometimes they have flower arrangements and sometimes they have candles uh, I suppose the candles last longer well it depends on how much you're lighting them uh, people go into these churches just to light a candle sometimes and they'll put a coin in the thing underneath it and that's supposed to compensate God for the uh, God for the uh, oh, for the candle power that you're using up in some way uh, but that's all voluntary uh, that's like uh, I went into a shop once and there 
there was a fella there and I said, I'd like to buy this, please. And he said, just put your money in that saucer there and help yourself to the change. Uh, he didn't look away, though, I can tell you. He was watching me to see what I steal. Uh, I didn't steal. Uh, but for all you know, I could have had terrible maths. Uh, he should have given me a reduction for having to serve myself because it's not a frigging supermarket. It's a frigging uh, local little gro grocery newsagent's shop. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Anyway, good morning. Sit, Frosty. Sit. Good cat.